my dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. iHeartRadio presents Podversations, a weekly discussion with the biggest names and influencers in podcasting. Want to learn the secret psych-up ritual scrub stars Zach Braff and Donald Faison use before every fake doctor's real friends taping? How Vice News parachutes into war zones to rescue journalists from life-threatening situations? Or why Keegan-Michael Key and Blumhouse believe 3D audio is the future of storytelling? Whether you're a newbie trying to break into the podcast game or an exec trying to refine your playbook, Podversations is the easiest way to keep your pulse on the industry. Hey, everybody, and thank you so much for joining us again for this week's installment of the iHeart Podcast Network Speaker Series. This is my favorite part of the week where I get to take a break and sort of stop down with one of our uh, creators, one of our partners that we have been introduced to usually through the medium of podcasting, but it gives us a chance to talk to someone out there in the world of creators and creativity about what motivates them, why they're doing this, why they chose podcasting as at least one of the things that they do. We've had incredible conversations as part of this series, and uh, I think this week will be no different. I am incredibly honored to welcome Jill Scott to this week's session. Thank you so much for hanging out with us for half hour. Hi, Connell. Thank you so much for having me. This is nice. So listen, part of what I love about podcasting is that I actually don't know anyone in this medium yet that started out as a podcaster. <laughs> <laughs> because it's a newer medium, it's hit mass reach already as a medium. You got almost 120 million Americans a month listening to podcasts, but it nice. still feels 
newish. And so a lot of the creators in podcasting came from other mediums. You in particular, you, you come from primarily the world of music, but I want to try to go way back. Was there a moment for you as a little girl, maybe in high school, maybe in college, I don't know, when it sparked that I'm a creator, this is what I'm going to do? I'm sure that there was, but it was a very, very slow process for me. I won't say that I was shy, but I'll say that I owned it. It was mine. You know, whatever creativity I had, if it was singing a song or writing a poem or anything, it belonged to me. And my worry was that somebody was going to take it and ruin it, or they would have an opinion that would hurt it or stop me from doing something that I really enjoyed doing. And so I kept it to myself for as long as I could, you know, whatever it was, I was singing or writing or acting, you know, I just kept it to myself. What did it feel like when you had to start giving it over to other people, when you, you know, a huge part of the mediums that you've chosen to work in, music is an easy example. I mean, music is, it can only be private for so long. Mm. At some point you have to work with with writers and producers and distributors and yes. and tour managers. Is that as a musician that's just done incredible work again and again and again? Thank you. Is that a bumpy process where you're like moving work out into the world from the quiet of your own home when you write a new song or imagine a new song out into the broader world. How does that work for someone like you? Well, I was doing so much of the one thing, you know, I was doing so much of, of poetry. Poetry led me to singing. When other artists came along and said, hey, do you write hooks? I lied, I'd never written a hook. I said, yes, I do. And they said, okay. I had no idea what four bars were, let alone eight or 16, no idea. So I just listened and it made sense that the music would stop there. So I stopped there and it worked out. It just continued to work out. Someone asked me, well, do you act? I was like, yeah, all the time, you know? But I, to me, I had, because I had been in the mirror practicing how to cry and reliving a, a moment from Dynasty or something, you know? So, <laughs> or some days of our lives. So the transition was really scary because I had no idea what I was doing in, on any level at all. But I, I've been like a faith-driven person. You know, I also believe that when opportunity knocks, open the door. So it's been that kind of existence. I've been like led by energy and faith like my entire life. And I'm, I'm really glad that I kept it to myself, you know, my talents to myself for as long as I did, because I, I feel like I got a chance to nurture them and fall in love, you know, before it became a job. Right. Yeah, that's the scary part when what you love becomes a job. I can imagine that. It's definitely odd to go from, I imagine, and maybe I'm imagining too much, but I imagine a young girl experimenting with poetry and now it's your day job. Weird yeah. way to put it, but I imagine there's a lot of pride in that, but also a lot of constraints and rigor now that you have to bring to the job. How do you reconnect with that young girl writing poetry to keep it uh, real, maybe to put it one way? Is that a struggle? I give myself a whole break. I just give myself breaks. I take walks. I sit mm. under trees. I hug them. Mm. I, mean, I talk to animals. I make fun of kids 
like in in Target, you know, <laughs> you know specifically in Target. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. I mean, this this Target is one of my favorite places. You know, get my little coffee and put on some earbuds. I'm in there. You know, so make fun of kids in Target. I do the things that remind me of simplicity. Yeah, and humanity. Just real simple stuff. I love to talk to strangers about the weather. Hot day, huh? I can't wait to find <laughs> out you know, like what, what they're going to say to me. You're like, yeah, yesterday I was at the doctor's office and I'm like, you know, it's all so exciting. Those are the things that keep me creative. And when I don't have enough of that, I know it's time for me to take a break. Yeah. Yeah. Retreat back into very, very simple, lovely things. Helps so much. What about way back to the beginning? Why did you start even experimenting with things like poetry? Was there a relative, a friend, an older, younger sibling that you're like, oh, I want to be like them and they write poetry. What sparked that? I got my feelings hurt. Oh, wow. Yeah. My eighth grade teacher introduced me to Nikki Giovanni, an incredible oh. poet. And it was the first time I really saw my reflection on paper. And it was exciting. I read everything I could find all this Nikki Giovanni work. And then I found more. Wait, there's Gil Scott Heron. There's The Last Poet. I was like, this is Audre Lorde. I was like, what is happening? It was great. And I just enjoyed it. That was it. I didn't try to write any until I got my feelings hurt. Mm. And when my heart was broken, I didn't know what to do with it. Like, where do I put all of this? So I started writing. And then eventually, I shared it with a couple of girlfriends who, who were excited and said, you should read that to so-and-so or such and such. Oh, there's a poetry reading. Come to that thing. Read your poem. And that's what happened. And then the poetry was going really well. I was getting like $15 a set. You know, <laughs> mm. it was great. And then um, my friend Rich Medina and I were sitting outside of my house and someone tried to shoot us. And it scared me so bad, so deeply, because I always felt like a ghetto flower. Yeah, you know, yeah. I felt like everybody loved me from drug dealers to crackheads. Like I just felt love. So, you know, this stranger trying to harm us, it was overwhelmingly painful. So the next day I go to a poetry reading and instead of reading a, the poem I had written all night long, mm. I just started to sing. Oh, wow. And I think I got to singing from just desperation to express myself and the words weren't enough. I needed sounds. So I sang and the audience responded. They were silent and then they erupted. It felt so good. I was like, wow, I'm going to try that again next week. That's an incredible story. One thing begets another. So then the reading of poetry and, and the singing a director came to one of the poetry readings where I was also singing and said, I think you're an actor. And I said, yes, I am. <laughs> yeah. Take it till you make it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So I said, yeah, I am. And he found out about a apprenticeship at a theater company and I got the gig and it was 16 hours a day. We hung lights, we mm. built sets, we worked sound. We sold costumes, cleaned toilets, mopped floors, whatever it took to build that theater company. That's what we were there for. Sold tickets after working in the basement with a jackhammer, you wow. know? Yeah, but it's a great theater. It's called the Arden Theater Company in Philadelphia. It's fantastic. Mm -hmm. 
my dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com strategic. oracle.com strategic. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com iHeart. That's LifeLock.com iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. A lot of what you're saying is this, I'm sure it's not all that drives you, but creativity and creative output being born out of pain, out of mm. getting your feelings hurt, out of being in a dangerous situation and turning that into catharsis that other people can relate to, hopefully. It obviously reminds me of the last year and a half that the whole world's been living through a little mm. bit and quarantine and the waves of this COVID-19 that we're all facing. And that's really one news cycle. There's also the election. There's Black Lives Matter marches across the country. There's the immigration debate that comes and goes. It's been a 
difficult year for news for all of us. And I'm always interested as an artist, where at least part of what you're doing is connecting with fans, audiences, listeners to try to make sense of it all. How do you do that in a time like 2020 and 2021 when everything's a little more confusing than it usually is, but also a lot of your access to audiences is cut off, is turned into virtual access. Mm-hmm. Maybe just talk through that a little bit. Again, I hold you in such high regard as a creator, as an artist, and I'm interested to know how that challenge was met by you in the last year, how you addressed the topics that were trending in the news, to put it one way, and then how you connected with audiences around them. I started calling people, you know, people I hadn't really spoken to. I started spending more time talking to friends because I have the time to really reconnect. I got home and I I was happy to be home. I hadn't been home for longer than a few weeks in 20 years, you know? I, I made a collage. Here's it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> Thanks. You know, folks I admire and, and respect are on the wall. I just started having these really great conversations and thought, I bet people would like to hear these. Maybe we could do a podcast. What do you think? <laughs> and my girlfriend said, oh, okay. You know, not really thinking much about it, I don't think, anyway. And then I, I contacted my partner. I was like, I think I think we should do a podcast. You know, I'm at this age where I'm an auntie now. I've always wanted to be an auntie, always. I couldn't wait to be this age where I could impart wisdom, not from just things I've read in books, but from experiences that I've had. And my girlfriends are, you know, and very much similar. They've had a lot of experience, 20 years of friendship, 25 years being on the radio, 20 some odd years working as an artist. Asia is a half of kindred. Laia St. Clair has been on the radio for as long as I've known her. And I thought, let's have these conversations and record them for other people to hear because that's what I, I was lucky enough to spy on my aunties, my real aunties, drinking Manischewitz in the basement, listening to Millie Jackson. I heard all the stuff, all the good stuff that I should have, you know, I shouldn't have had any reason to be there, but great stories. Sometimes they cry, sometimes they get angry and pace, you know, and talk about it until they felt better. Sometimes it was, it was sexual and that was thrilling. It was all thrilling to listen to grown women be grown women, mm. you know? So that's what this this podcast, J.L, is really all about. It's fascinating also, because I think in there somewhere is also a bit of the origin story too. We were talking about before we went live on this conversation about how my parents come from Ireland, I'm first generation. It's also just this legacy of storytelling. It's using words to work stuff out. And that seems to be how you guys have taken to the podcast medium too. The, mm-hmm. This medium is interesting. It can scare some people for starters because there's so much creative freedom in podcasting. There are no rules of the road. An episode can be as long or as short as you'd like. You can publish it at once a month or once a day. When you guys approached that sort of blank slate of, look, as long as it's audio, we can do whatever we want and talk about whatever we want. Was that overwhelming or awesome or a little bit of both? It was awesome and exciting. We're very lucky, I would say, that we have an opportunity to listen to our podcast before they go out and say, hey, I was just being free talking to my girlfriends. That is not 
something, you know, that my husband would like, you know, or my mom would like, you know, that's awesome. But please, we've got to take that out because we don't block ourselves when it comes to our conversations where they're really raw. But to protect the innocent, we'll erase some things or mute them for later. But that part is still scary. And I think that's probably why I like it. I love the fact that we're not dressed up to do our podcast, right. that we're just talking and that most of the time we're in our nightgowns or in our pajamas, no makeup, no hair done, none of those things. We're just really talking. We see each other when we talk, which makes it even better Interesting. For us. So it really is like the listener is eavesdropping in on a conversation you might be having anyway. It's interesting. I've heard this refrain with some of the best podcasters that they may launch a podcast because they're sort of curious about this medium that's hit mass reach. And what it turns into for them is a bit of a respite or a retreat mm-hmm. every week. And it's not why they launched it, but it's what it became quickly for them. Yeah. I was thinking about, we have an incredible couple podcasters named Bo and Yang and Matt Rogers. They do a great show called Las Culturistas. Bo and Yang, of course, on Saturday Night Live right now, is a really funny guy. And they were putting it in a similar way. They were sort of like, you know, as our lives get a little crazier and we do more and more work and we get more and more work, this has turned into a bit of a retreat for us every week, a Mm -hmm. special moment every week for us to be able to stop down. It sounds like maybe it feels the same for you a little bit. It does very much. We normally start our conversations by, you know, whatever's happening. We don't force the conversation. There's 17 things to talk about. And then we just start talking you know, about whatever it is that's going on in our lives. And then typically the conversation will sway and we'll go, okay, 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 let's record now. You know, that's typically just how it goes. It's very comfortable and I really have fallen for it. I wasn't sure how it was going to work, but my audience seems to really enjoy it. And I love being connected to these women the way that I am. I call them my sister friends and They really are. This has been incredible for me. I cannot thank you enough for taking time to talk to us today. It's funny, every now and then we put out a show where you can sort of feel that energy across our whole team of it being something very special. Some of that just comes from your legacy of just being that good all the time. Uh, A kid, not to embarrass you, but some of that is that, but some of it is just when we started to hear these conversations, hear the tape, it was really special. So J.L is one of the best podcasts out there today. And, wow. and I know you know this, but anybody listening and the sound of our voices or watching this should stop down this afternoon and take a listen because it'll change you in good ways. Jill Scott, thank you so much for hanging out with us today. I deeply appreciate the partnership. Thank you so much. This was great. Thank you. Thank you so much for hanging out with us for one more week. We will see you next week. Take care of yourselves for now. You too. I can't wait to tell the girls. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye. Thank you. Podversations is a production of iHeartRadio. You can find more from the biggest names in podcasting on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, kids' playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe Ventilation System exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe Ventilation System. You can get it installed, or DIY kits are available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com and receive 20% off today. 